Hey, great day, great day. Welcome back. I know it's been 30 full days since my last recording. And these last 30 days were so important to take. And if you did not take any time for yourself in the last month, I highly encourage you to take some time to disconnect from social media, even if it's for three days. I know it can be hard because you're trying to build your business. But even if you can disconnect for a good three days where you're not tied to your cell phone, trust and believe it is so necessary and so helpful. Now, you all know I love to just get right into my message. I don't like to, you know, drag the message out. Um, But my name is Nina and I own a skincare studio in St. Louis. I also take clients in Atlanta and I'm a private esthetician um, that also provides business classes to estheticians. My goal is to help you to become an elite esthetician. And the best way to do that is by making sure that we are hospitable, making sure that we are taking care of our mindset, and making sure that we operate our businesses off of principle over profit. Now, don't get that confused. That doesn't mean that you're not making sure that you have profit in your business, but that means that your first and foremost goal is to always operate in in the principle. Now, the last episode, we did a part run where I talked about where could you be if you weren't aiming for perfection. Um, And I'm just going to flow right now because I truly feel like what I want to say is going to evolve as we're going along. And I have my notes here because I've honestly, like I said, taken the last 30 days of relaxing and really getting my mind right. Um, It requires really diving into new thought patterns. The thought patterns that got you here are not going to get you there. Wherever you're trying to go, you have to renew your mind. And so I'm definitely, you know, everything that I'm telling you, I promise you, if you implement these things, it's going to absolutely work in your life. So I left you with the question, what is not getting handled because you're aiming for perfection? What are you not doing because you're trying to be perfect? And um, I'm actually going to be transparent with you. When I re-listened to the podcast episode and I asked myself those same questions, I realized that I have a very micromanaging aspect to my business. And walk with me here because you may notice some things about yourself and your business that are going on and it may trigger you to be like, okay, I need to make some changes. Um, But I realized that I didn't prepare for this season because I was micromanaging the wrong things. And I was trying to um, do them in a quote unquote perfect, the way I saw perfect way. And because of that micromanaging, it was really moving in a place of disbelief and a place of fear. Now, this is the thing. I have a team and my team slowly started fading. There were different things that were going on, uh, such as, you know, showing up late, not showing up to meetings, uh, pretty much, you know, operating in mediocrity that was going on in my business. And it's one thing to want to have a team, but it's another thing to want to have a team where everyone comes to the table with equal excellence. 
And I say that because I think that in business, we want to have the storefronts. We want to have the team. We want to have all the, you know, we want to be the boss. But it's like, what good is a team or what good is having people around you if you all are not elevating or evolving together? And so I had to really look at those things where I said, you know what? You can't do everything. You know, you're currently booked out. You can't take on more to your load because how can you manage your business if you're working in the business? How can you see the business from a bird's eye view if you're actually, you know, in the the space of it doing the work? You're not able to effectively step back and be available for your team and be able to immediately stop and say, hey, this is not going to work. Let's let's redirect. And so in doing that, I had to realize, okay. You have to make changes. And it didn't hit me until a week after my last esthetician had to leave. She went on maternity leave and she's still on maternity leave. You know, she's an amazing esthetician and I can't wait for her to return. But it left me in the studio by myself realizing you can no longer micromanage and not allow others to help you. And I realized that that was an issue. And and that's where that question that I asked, what are you not doing because you're trying to be perfect? Because I was trying to do everything myself and have everything done because I felt that if I didn't do it, it wasn't done right. Or if I didn't do it, or if I'm not doing it, what are people going to say? Because I kept operating from that type of false perfection I wasn't able to focus on the growth of the business. And so now we have a bottleneck because I didn't prepare with having a team in case the original team had to subside. And I think that in business, you have to absolutely be prepared for all angles. But if you're the person that is working, 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 and now you're trying to bring a team on, You have to understand that it's going to require you to be present. And how can you be present if you're fully consumed with working, working, working? You're either the employee or you're the the management. So which one are you going to be? And that's what I had to ask myself. The second thing is what is not getting handled because you're trying to be perfect. And I realized that, you know, my management team was, you know, having to wait for me to finish clients or finish different things before they could make decisions that needed to be made in the business. And um, it was to the point where it was just miscommunication all around because I was consuming myself with things that I knew I needed to evolve from. And I want you to look at it in your own business. What are some things that you're doing in your business that you know you need to evolve from. Are you doing, you know, 25 clients a week and now you have laundry and now you have cleaning that needs to get handled or now you have phone calls and emails that you need to handle, but you realize that because you're booked out and because you want your capacity to grow, that you need to start delegating some of those tasks off. And a lot of estheticians feel that they're not able to hire a VA to come in and help them, or they feel that they're not able to hire someone to help them with laundry once or twice a week. But this is the thing. If you constantly have to put your hands on every single task that you're doing, how are you able to multiply? How are you able to duplicate from there? Because all of your time is spent doing different tasks 
that you can easily hand off to someone else to be able to provide an opportunity for them to learn or provide an opportunity for yourself to not be consumed with things that you need to evolve from. There's nothing wrong with cleaning and sanitizing your space. There's nothing wrong with answering your phone and sending emails. There's nothing wrong with doing your laundry. But eventually when you start getting booked out and you start having more clients that are trying to come in, you're going to have to evolve from doing those cleaning tasks. You're going to have to evolve from doing those admin tasks and you're going to have to bring someone on that can assist you so that you can have the capacity to grow. And that's definitely the piece that I really wanted you to get in the first part of that first conversation of understanding, you know, where could you be if you weren't aiming for perfection? If your sites were not on perfection, your sites can now be on moving through the fear. Your sites could be on growing despite what's going on. Your thoughts can be on making sure the business has all areas handled before you're getting to the next thing. And I absolutely know that maybe at this point in your business, you may not even be thinking of that. You may be thinking, oh, well, I'm just, you know, making money. I'm taking clients. I'm doing what I got to do. I'm not worried about hiring somebody right now or it's COVID. I'm afraid. I just don't know. But the thing is this. The only way you're going to be able to grow is if you don't wait for the perfection to be there. Because if you're waiting for the perfect time, if you're waiting for when you're super booked and you know you just got a wait list going on, what are you going to do when you realize, man, I really need a team? And I don't want you to be where I am right now. I don't want you to be, you know, looking around like, oh my gosh, my calendar is bricked solid. I barely have time for myself. I'm doing a lot of things. I'm doing three to four people's jobs when I could just take my ego down, take my pride out of the picture and realize I need help. I need help. And for some of you, you may be looking like, you know, well, I can't trust anybody to do this for me or I just can't trust anybody to help to help me or I can't find any good help. But see, those are beliefs that have to be changed. Those are things that you're saying that are in a negative viewpoint and that slowly start to manifest. When I was telling myself, oh my gosh, like what am I going to do when, you know, my last esthetician goes on maternity leave? What am I going to do? It's going to be hard to find some really good help because I felt like, you know, I've I've had people work here before and they've had to leave. Like, what am I going to do? But see, that was a negative belief that needed to be transitioned. And it wasn't until one of my clients actually came in. She's a consultant and she um, works with like talent management and things like that. And she said, you know, you have to look at it as a lesson. You have to look at it as a class that you took. You have to look at it as those people taught me what I need to do for moving forward. And that immediately shifted my mindset. And I was so thankful for that conversation with her because if you allow negativity to get in, And if you allow yourself to aim for perfection and then when you don't hit that perfect thing you're aiming for, you begin to retreat and defeat. Now, how can you get to the next level? You believe that your business can grow and succeed and reach a six-figure, seven-figure mark, but you don't have enough belief to say, no matter what, God's got me or no matter what, I can invest this money and I know I'm going to get an ROI. Instead, you're moving in fear and you and it got to where 
you know, I'm now realizing moving in fear for those couple of months eventually manifested to now where it's like, wow, you're by yourself. You're overbooked. You don't know what you're going to do. But in one split decision, made the decision to say, you know what? I need to hire a team. I need to get out of my own way. And what I want you to gather from that is that you have to be the person to be quick to move out of your own way. You can't sit there and sulk and be the person that's like, oh, you know, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? No, you have to either be the person who can self-guide and say, no, we're going to make these changes and we're going to do this. Or you need to get you someone that can do that for you. Get you some new information, take a class, get you a coach, get you someone that can say, listen, I know that you're you're going through the emotions right now. I know you feel like you've lost your team. I know you feel like you don't know what to do next, but let's put this down on a piece of paper. Let's look at this objectively. Let's take our emotions out of it and let's move forward to the next level and do what we have to do. If you're afraid, good. That means that you're out of your comfort zone. Now let's move forward. And so I encourage you to really look at where you might be the person that's the bottleneck that is trying to make sure everything is perfect instead of moving in perfect peace. Okay. now I want to share with you a story and I actually heard this story um, in a live and I want to share with you because I absolutely cannot remember who I heard this from. I know I can see her face. She has a blonde hairstyle and she is a beautiful individual. Um, but I'm just going to share this story with you and pretty much it's about finding the right fit. Now we all know about the story of Goldilocks and three bears. Um, we know Goldilocks, you know, she went into the house. It was not her house. She just walked into some random bears house and, um, she decided to go to their kitchen and she saw that it was three bowls of porridge on the table. We're going to say peaches and cream oatmeal. So it's three bowls of peaches and cream oatmeal sitting on the table. The first bowl, it was too hot. The second bowl was too cold. And the third bowl was just right. So she ate all of that oatmeal. So then she got the itis. She got a little tired. And so she went to the living room and she saw that there were three chairs. So she went to the first chair and she sat down. It was too hard. She went to the second chair, chair was too soft, and the third chair was the perfect fit. So after sitting there for a while, you know, she's, you know, sitting there thinking a little bit and she's like, you know what, I really, I'm getting tired. I just need to go and just take a nap. And I'm giving y'all the sped up version because this is all going to make sense, okay? So she went upstairs to the bedroom. Mind you, this is not her house. So she going into some real sacred areas, okay? So she went upstairs to the bedroom and she laid in the first bed. The bed was too hard. She laid in the second bed and the bed was too soft. So she laid in the third bed and she said, this is the perfect fit. And she fell asleep. She fell asleep, okay? She done fell asleep in a house that's not even hers. So let's backtrack to that. Goldilocks had three opportunities to where she had to continue to find the perfect fit. And when she found the perfect fit, her peace was there to where she was so comfortable to eat all the food or so comfortable to sit there and think 
and dream and want to go upstairs and lay in the bed or get so comfortable in the bed where she went to sleep. And I need you to apply this to your own life, okay? So let's think about when she went into the kitchen. She ate from the different bowls and she realized one was too hot, one was too cold, and then one was just right. But it was her third chance. Her third chance was the right one. And so I ask you, in your business, in your life, in your relationships that you have, I want you to look at what tables are you eating at and what food are you being fed? And I really want you to look at that seriously because I I look at my mastermind and I look at the courses that I teach and I say, Whatever my students are gathering from these courses, I want to make sure that they're being fed what they need at that time. So that's why when we talk, we're talking mindset. We're talking the actual hands-on of it. We're diving into the emotional piece of it. We're diving into what solution are you providing? You're not just going to build a business just to be trying to make money out here, a quick buck. No, we need to find the perfect fit because when you know what you came here to do for your clients, now your clients can come to you and know that you're a principle-driven business and they will want to invest in that. But see, this is the thing. The same way you're looking for ways to feed you, to give you the nourishment so that you can go and grow your business, that's the same thing your clients are looking for. They're coming to you to get fed. So if you're feeding your clients and you're making sure that you're operating in principles, who's feeding you? And you have to make sure that you're always getting fed from sources that are building your belief, sources that are helping you to grow, sources that are showing you that your ego may need to move to the side at this point in time. You need to be eating from tables that are showing you new things. If you're eating at a table and the food is too hot or the food is always just too cold and bland, you're not getting fed. If you're the person that's always providing the food at your table, that's why your food is too cold because you're serving people's food hot, but by the time you get to your plate, it's too cold. And so you wanna sit at a table where it's equal reciprocity and where you're being fed the right fit, okay? So the second thing is where are you sitting? When Goldilocks went and she sat at the chairs and she said one was too hard, one was too soft, one was just right, this is the thing. Where is your tribe? And as an introvert and as a person that's not with the BS, a person that's not with um, the, you know, the way it looks on social media, you know, I'm not with the let's, let's meet up so we can take pictures so we can look like we're doing well. No, 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 no. We are not building businesses so that at the end we can buy flashy things and show our clients what we bought with their money. No. Thank God we're able to live and have amazing things based on the fruits of our work. But what seeds are we planting? What seeds are we planting? That comes from the tables you're sitting at. That comes from the chairs you sit in. That comes from When you are sitting around a group of people, everyone is equally feeding each other. Every time you sit with me, I want you to get a new seed planted that says, 
I know I can do this. Or that says, oh, I didn't know I could do this in my business. I'm going to implement that. Or, oh my gosh, I never looked at it this way. I should have looked at it differently than looking at it negatively. So I ask you, where are you sitting? Who are you allowing to sit next to you and to sit in the same rooms as you? Are they feeding you? And do you trust them? Do you trust them? The people who are sitting in front of you, next to you, behind you, do you trust them? Are you sitting in the right room? These are questions you have to ask yourself because when you're sitting in the wrong room, especially as a people pleaser, you are sitting in that room and you are realizing that chair is getting too hard. You are realizing that chair is getting too soft. You're sitting in a room and you're just like, this just is not the right fit. But when you're sitting in the right room and you're being fed the right information and you're around people who are equally planting seeds in you as you're planting seeds in them, positive seeds, then you will see that you're sitting around people you trust and that that is the right fit. Now, the third thing is the bed. Goldilocks went upstairs into the intimate spaces, the sacred spaces of the bedroom. And so she laid in the bed and she, you know, one was too hard, one was too soft, and the other one was the perfect fit. Yes, this bed is the perfect fit. I'm going to sleep. So with that, I ask you, where are you laying your head? Who are you allowing to sleep next to you? Who are you allowing to be in your intimate spaces with you? And intimacy, you know, just to get a little transparent, intimacy is such a serious bond. When you are intimate with someone and you are, you know, sharing that bed or sharing those intimate pieces of yourself, you have to be sure that you trust that person. You have to be sure that that person is speaking life into you. You have to be sure that you're speaking life into that person. That becomes a selfless position. And this is why even with my studio, I'm very, very, very serious about who lays on my table. Because if I'm sitting at the crown of your head and I'm doing what I need to do to not only help you cleanse your skin, but to help you to, to just relax and renew and think positive thoughts and to feel confident and to feel secure, that's intimacy. And that's why I'm so big on confidentiality. So you have to ask yourself, am I a trustworthy person with this intimacy that my clients are allowing with me? Because they're laying right here on my bed, on my facial table. On the flip side, who's laying next to you at night? And who are you waking up next to? Some of you may have spouses that are speaking negativity and doubt into you or they're not supporting you. And I totally get it. I understand I absolutely understand. When I first started my business, I was laying next to someone that was negative or let's not say negative. They were supportive, but they weren't supportive enough to say you can do it. They were like, whatever you want to do, just do it. But it wasn't a full support thing. As time grew, it became resentment because as I started growing and my business started doing more numbers than they were bringing in in their job, now there's jealousy now you're laying next to me and the intimacy becomes jealousy. Now it becomes resentment. Now it becomes every time you speak to me, there's negativity. There's no love into it. 
There's no intellectual feeding. There's no trust going on here. And so you have to ask yourself, who am I allowing into my intimate space? Who am I laying next to? And are you laying next to that person just to say you got somebody? Because if you're laying next to somebody who is not feeding you, they're making you hard. You're hardening yourself against them because they've been so, uh, just so hard against you that the only thing you can do is be like a callus and harden up against them. So that bed is too hard for you. But now if you choose to stay in that bed, and mind you, I'm not telling you to leave your relationship and I'm not telling you to fire the client. I mean, you know who you need to hire and fire in your life accordingly. But what I am saying is if you're laying in a bed where you know that's not where you need to be, but you're staying there just to say you have somebody or you're keeping that client just to say you got one or just to say you're booked and busy, that bed is too soft for you. And so I encourage you to start looking at who you allow into those intimate spaces and who you allow to have that piece of you. Because let's face it, giving a facial or giving a body wax, those are intimate spaces. So who are you sharing that time with? Those are things that you have to hold sacred. And that's why it's super important. That's why I speak. You need to know who you're talking to. You need to know your niche. You need to know who you serve and who you don't serve. You need to know these things so that you know how to move accordingly. So again, knowing what food you're being fed, what tables you're sitting at, knowing who you're allowing to sit around you and where, what rooms you're sitting in, knowing who you trust and knowing what beds you are in, what beds of intimacy you are in, what beds of trust you're in. Knowing those things are super important because when you look at all three of those things, when you're trying to people please in all three of those areas, when you're trying to people please in all three of those areas, again, when you're trying to people please in all three of those areas, that is why you feel defeated because you're aiming to be perfect to them. You're aiming to please them. You're aiming to just do, do this entire just show to make it seem like you just have everything they need solved and ready. But that's perfection. And that leads us back to having... The question of where could you be if you weren't aiming for perfection? If you weren't aiming to look like you had it all together, where could you be? If you weren't aiming to look like you're booked and busy, where could you be? If you weren't aiming to be the name on the door or to be the head honcho in your business, where could you be? If you weren't aiming to look like you're married and looking like you're just so flawless and you got every hair in place and your suit is tied and your, your heels are on high. If you weren't looking to be so perfect, where could you be? And I'm asking these questions even to myself. If you were not looking to be perfect, where would you be? If you weren't aiming for perfection, where could you be? And just know that in finding the right fit, there will be peace there. And it will be a peace like no other. You will have the clients that you just know every time they come, it's peace. You will have the friends that you know every time they come, it's peace. You will have the relationship to where you know every time they come, it's peace. And so I encourage you today, and I am absolutely going to listen to this message again because I absolutely just flowed just now, but I just encourage you to just ask yourself, meditate on these things. 
what am I being perfect in? What am I trying to just make sure that everything is just so perfect? And where could I be if I didn't aim for that perfection? Could I be further along? What could I be doing if I just continue to move even through the fear, even through the doubt? What if I just continue to speak positivity and to believe and to know that what God has for me is for me, but I got to find the perfect fit? All right, you guys. So thank you so much for listening to today. If you have any topics that you absolutely want me to touch on, definitely let me know. Um, The last 30 days, I've been absolutely growing and figuring out the next phase of life and um, teaching estheticians how to just really get back to the foundation of it. And it has been so enlightening. If you know someone who could benefit from this message, absolutely share this message with them. Let them know that, you know, they need to devote a good 30 minutes to just meditating on this. And um, again, thank you so much for listening in. And I will absolutely see you all in the next podcast. Have a good day.